listeners. This is Night Fever by the Bee Gees from the classic movie Saturday Night Fever, starring John Travolta. A lot of stuff on the docket today. I'm going to let this roll, and then we'll get into the program. episode 98 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I'm your host Blake Mayfield and I'm here today with a good friend of mine, someone that is loyal to me, someone that for some reason has still remained my friend through thick and thin because I say and do a lot of wild shit. Uh, Mr. Alec White is here. Al, how are you, man? I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) That's what you got today? I'm ready. I want to give a special shout out to all the Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Overcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate it very much. I also want to put out there that I have free podcast hats. I just got a new shipment in. So if you guys want a free podcast hat, it is at Blake Mayfield 23 on Instagram or Blake Mayfield on Facebook. And also, I want to give a special shout out to our sponsor, JBL Hardscapes. Here we go. Let me pull up my little script. I'm getting better at this. Working on that dream garden of yours. Cleaning up your property to try and sell your home? Need a place for the kids and dogs to run around? Contact JBL Hardscapes and ask for Derek to get that dream lawn you've always wanted. Mm. Hopefully that goes over well. I hope that people people are uh, liking that one. I didn't do it last week and I felt bad. So I'm like, I, I got I to gotta give Derek that shout out again. So shout out to Derek, shout out to George. George is a worker over there. And George will also come by and, you know, uh, show you guys a good time and, and whatnot and help you do your lawn. So give them a call. And without further ado, let's get into it. So... We got a ton of shit to talk about today. A ton. We've had NBA free agency. We've had the NBA draft. Aaron Rodgers is a Packer once and for all. Like, we all figured he would be. Mm -hmm. And then we have some fantasy football stuff we're going to get into at the end. And also a Team USA basketball check-in because they've had an up-and-down stretch as well. But let's get into everyone's favorite or least favorite, depending on who you like, NBA team. The Los Angeles Lakers traded for Russell Westbrook last week on the night of the draft, like an hour before the draft went live. And they swooped in on our trade. And uh, you guys are going to get Westbrook? No, I meant the we were going to get the Kuzma and Harrell package. Oh, that's right. Yes, and, you know, yes. They decided to swoop in. Yeah, they it's did. Okay. Yeah. The Wizards came and got Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, KCP, and like two draft picks. And, and I, I didn't know uh, Caruso was a bull. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, and we'll get into the Lonzo Ball thing a little later because I think that's a super overrated move. I don't know what the fuck everyone's so excited about. But Russell Westbrook is now a Los Angeles Laker. He makes up the newest big three in the NBA with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I'll, I'll let you go. You're a professional Lakers hater. I already know where all this is going to go. You have your notes right in front of you and me. What do you think about <clears throat> Russell Westbrook to the Los Angeles Lakers? I mean, what you just said kind of explains my thought process when I see the move. <laughs> brick. Because Russell Westbrook's pretty good at bricking. And my other thing is I, I don't think he's necessarily what they needed. In my opinion, they needed sharpshooters because LeBron's already playing point guard. You don't need Russ to play point guard. Russ, I mean, does he's he? He's a natural two guard. He, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you already have LeBron who does everything that Russell does. You can't have two guys doing that every game. It's not going to work. But you needed someone who could stretch it out, be a knockdown three-point shooter because that also takes double teams off LeBron, takes double teams off Anthony Davis. Um I mean, if you go look at Russell Westbrook's numbers, which I conveniently have in front of me. Okay. So, Russell Westbrook has been declining in his shooting every single season the last three years. 
Last year, he shot 43% overall, 31% from three, and he shoots about 10 of those a game because he'll, he'll keep <laughs> chucking those things up. 65% from the free throw line. That's a very, wow, very really? bad shooter. That's a low percentage. No, LeBron's only 69. Huh. I well, I knew that. Yeah. LeBron's always been better. He's not. He's, yeah. yeah. But Russell Westbrook should be a lot better free throw shooter with yeah. how many he takes. Um, I mean, the averaging triple doubles, that's great. But I just, it, to me, it wasn't what the Lakers needed. Is he going to make them better? Absolutely. Is he going to make them a tough out? 100%. But they, I'm not even saying that they needed Buddy Heald. But Buddy Heald, I think, just would have been a better fit just because he's a sharpshooter. LeBron needed a sharpshooter. Anthony Davis needed a sharpshooter to kick out when he gets a double team in the post. Um, I do think some of the moves that they've made after acquiring Westbrook have been really, really good. Like, I think the best pickup they've done is signing Malik Monk. That's a really, really yeah. good pickup. Oh, George was super excited about Malik. Yeah. Um, there's also some questionable ones. Like, let, let me pull up my little picture here. Okay, all right. You signed Trevor Ariza. Yes. Who's 36. Yep. Dwight Howard, who's 35. Hey, man. Wayne Ellington, 33. Yeah, I didn't get that. Kent Bazemore, 32. Yeah. I mean, Malik Monk, good pickup. Yes. Kendrick Nunn, I'd, I'd give that a pretty good pickup. Yeah, especially for the contract. Yeah. Resigning THT, pretty good pickup. Oh, dude. You had to keep him. Fucking preseason god. But then you also, so you look at the ages of your Carmelo. three stars. Carmelo is 37. Don't, don't forget about your boy. That's my boy. That's I your boy, Melo. though. I, I hope they win just so he can have a ring. Okay. Oh, wow, really? You hope the Lakers win a title? I just want Melo to have a ring. I don't care about anybody else. Um, LeBron's fifth? You look next year, LeBron's going to be 37. Yes. LeBron played in 45 games last year. It was a COVID year. LeBron shot the ball <laughs> pretty well. Shot 51% overall, 36 from three, 69% from the line. Not not great. Not great. You look at Anthony Davis, who's going to be 29 next year. Yep. He played in 36 games last year. 36. Didn't he tear something? Making $40 million a year. Hey, man. He shot 49% overall. You ready for this one? Oh boy. 26% from three. That's horrendous. For how many threes he takes, terrible. That's one out of four. And he shot 73% from the line. That's not that much better. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have, and those three guys, I mean, the best free throw shooter is Anthony Davis at 73%. With how many free throws those three guys are going to be taking, they have to be better. Because they're going to be taking, I mean, probably like 10 to 15 each a game. Um, so for me, the move, it's a good move because it's going to make you better. It's an upgrade over Dennis Schroeder. It's an upgrade over just about any other free agent point guard you could have gotten. But I just I, I don't think it was necessarily what they needed. I think they needed a guard that was a lights-out shooter, which Malik Monk can be. But Malik Monk is going to be coming off your bench. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. So how far are the Lakers going to go in the playoffs? I think the Lakers are at least, at, even on a bad, like, Bad stretch. They're a top three team in the West. NBA Finals appearance? I have a different team making it to the Finals from the West. Who's that? We go down to the Bay Area. The Golden the State Warriors? Warriors? The Warriors had an excellent offseason, excellent draft. They are loaded. Loaded. You get Clay. I hope to God Clay's healthy. The league is so much more fun when Clay's healthy. But you have Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and Wiseman. That's a pretty good starting five pretty good. You go to the bench, you got Jordan Poole, who had a pretty good year last year. Yeah, he did. Um, I forget. Uh, oh, Otto Porter. They signed Otto Porter. That's a good pickup. Then they go in the draft, they get Kaminga, who has star upside, superstar upside. And you get uh, Moses Moody, who is ready to contribute right now as a 3 and D guy. And then they signed Nemanja Bielitsa. 
So, I mean, they they just have a really, really good team. You know, they got Steve Kerr. They got Oracle, who's ready to rock. Or they don't no, have Oracle. Chase Center. Chase Center. Yeah, Chase Center. Chase Center, which is the, ready to rock. The magic is gone. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I think as long as the Warriors stay healthy, I think they're the team to beat in the West. Just the based, Golden State Warriors. Based on depth and just the fact that if Steph plays like he did last year, I don't think they're going to beat him. So the healthy. dynasty is still not over, huh? Nope. <laughs> that's a that's a good oh dude, my that's fucking a, god that's a good starting five yeah not good enough to get out of the west I think it is I think it's them or the Lakers Clay Thompson hasn't played since June 2019 you don't gotta dribble you just gotta shoot the ball he has a torn Achilles and ACL he's just gotta shoot the ball he can't defend a soul okay um can LeBron Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook Anthony Davis can don't do that to Anthony Davis Anthony Davis can defend a bunch of souls everyone's soul Playing 36 game, he ain't gonna defend nothing. That was the last season. That's been his, that's been a problem his whole career. It was career, a though. shortened season. It's okay. He played in 36 to 72 games. He played <sighs> in 50 percent of games. What were the final four teams in the NBA last year? Atlanta Hawks, Milwaukee Bucks, Phoenix Suns, LA Clippers. How many of those teams didn't make the playoffs or didn't make at least the second round? Three of the four. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Whoever had the biggest layoff had the biggest advantage this last season. The Lakers went to the very end. Them in the Heat. He got bounced not, in four games yeah, in the first I'm round. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. That's why those guys were hurt. Yeah. I mean, are we expecting? No, look, Anthony Davis said he was out of shape. I think uh, Draymond was on Inside the NBA or one of those shows, and he was talking about how some superstar, and everyone figured it was AD. I'm pretty sure it was AD. He talked yeah, about how he was like out of shape. Yeah. And he's like, man, I, I was eating cupcakes, and I was, you know, I was fucking girls. and I mean, He was doing all sorts of shit yeah. in those two months. Um which makes sense. I mean, they. I think they won the title October 11th, 12th, and yeah, the right, season right. started December 22nd. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty short layoff, yeah. man. That's like this Olympic team going into this next season. I mean, a lot of those guys are going to be totally exhausted. That's why I don't have the Nets coming out of the East. Mm-hmm. I think Katie and all those guys, I just, I don't know, James Harden smoking weed with a little baby in Paris, getting arrested. Like, there's just a bunch of shit going on. Um, as far as the Lakers go, it's a good pickup. I'm not in love with it. Yeah. I still feel like... I can't believe that we got Russell Westbrook when this was only going to be for Buddy Heald. Yeah. I'm still hung up on that. Like, I think it's Russell Westbrook's contract, his age, and then his inconsistency is kind of what makes him a little less valuable than he should be. Plus, the Wizards won one playoff game with him and Beal. Yeah. Like, Westbrook has made it out of the first round once in the last five seasons. Also, and how, how has Beal not won it out yet? He still doesn't want out of there. That cash. <laughs> you can get that cash anywhere. Hey, look, some of these and get no income tax on it. That's fair. Or Orlando. Yeah. Anywhere. <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like we kind of underrate this about some guys the same way I feel like we don't give people enough passes in college for being quote-unquote kids when they do dumb shit. And yeah. it's like, look how famous and popular they are. Like, you want to do some dumb shit. I feel like these guys have always been the man. Mm-hmm. And Bradley Beal might be one of these guys. I'm not saying he's selfish, but he just likes being the man. Dame. You know, Dame. Like, you were the man in middle school, yeah. elementary school, high school, college. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, your first couple years in the league, you were rookie of the year. You were winning all these different rookie and second-year things. And I feel like some of these guys just like being the man. And if mm-hmm. they're making a max deal, then what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why would they want to go anywhere else? Uh, go back to the Lakers. Does this make us title contenders? Absolutely it does. Because I don't know anyone else out west who has nearly as much talent. You bring up Golden State. I need to see what Clay looks like. I have that's no fair. idea what he looks like. And but by the Wiggins way, Wiggins last year had a great year. That's not enough to get him to the finals. Either. No, but if they Clay, didn't even if, win the fucking playing game. If Clay game. is eighty percent of what he was before his injuries, then you have Wiggins playing like he did last year. That's that's a pretty damn good top three. I feel like you're asking a lot of Clay Thompson. 
Eighty percent. He's not going to be able to play defense. He can't move. That's fine. He just needs to play offense. No one plays defense anymore. Yeah, but come on. To win titles, you need bl- shot blocking people. Look at the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Defensive player of the year, a year before last, was Giannis. Wiggins is a really Drew good. Holiday. Wiggins is a good defender. You were acting like Drew Holiday was Jerry fucking West for a podcast. I mean, defense yeah. matters. No, it does. But you have Wiggins, who's a good defender. Draymond is obviously a really good defender. Oh, he's the greatest ever, right? In his, in his head. That's what he said. Him, and then you get Wiseman, who I think is a little bit better defensively than people give him credit yeah, for. Yeah, he is. And then you like get Wiseman. Off the bench, you get Otto Porter, who's really good defender. Man, Otto Porter, Harry Potter, Lakers in five. That's fine. Auto, you're bringing up Otto Porter's if I'm supposed to be scared. Right, here's what I'm counting on. LeBron only played 45 games last year. Out of 82 games, I'm going to count on him playing 60. That's probably fair. Okay. Anthony Davis. Sorry, dude. You played 30, You played 50% of games last year. I got you playing 45. That's what I That's what I think. Russell Westbrook, I mean, he, he's an iron. He's going to I mean, <laughs> he's he gonna mi- play every fucking game. He missed 17 games last year, but they were all right at the beginning of the year because he had a foot injury or something like that. Right. I think he but, had COVID at one point, too. Yeah. So, he, so he had to. He's someone you can count on as long as he's not in a cast, he's going to be on the court. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm not sold on the Westbrook pickup. I just, I don't think it's going to change life for them. What about Melo and Dwight and all these other guys? The 35-year-old and the 37-year-old? I'm asking. I, you know how I feel about Melo. I love Melo. What about Dwight Howard? He was one of the, he, look, he was a pretty underrated part of that 2020 championship. Yeah, he was. He but, did a lot of shit. But he's also two years older. He's not. He's built like a fucking brick house. But they were also playing the Miami Heat, who are a, more of an inside team. Like, they like to work the ball inside, get in the paint. Most of the teams in the West don't like to do that. You're not going to find many teams that do it. Maybe Denver might be, like, one of, probably the top team that does that. I mean, because Golden State's, they're, they're playing elbows and out. And then I would say Utah's probably about the same way. Phoenix is the same way. So I, I don't know. I just, I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I got to see some games first. Okay. All right. Look, it's hard in August. Usually this is July. It's hard in August to be like, oh, we're going to win the title. We're going to do, because every year I feel like we do this with LeBron-led teams. I'm really surprised at how much they were able to get rid of guys so quickly and bring in other guys so quickly. Are you familiar with RDC World? No. Do, you, do you know RDC, the, the guy that uh, he, he, he did the, I'm 36, it, it was that one. Mm-hmm. He's like, J- James Harden wants the Mets. And then <laughs> you never saw that video? Uh-uh. Oh, shit, okay. So he makes like a lot of these like LeBron skits and stuff like that. And, and I, I'm a big fan of him. And so I guess he met LeBron at the premiere of that little tiny movie that came out that LeBron was in a few weeks ago. Space Jam? Uh, what? Space Jam? Is that what that shit was called? Oh, no, you said the movie he was in. So it was a little tiny movie, right? Oh, okay. It was a little tiny one that we went and saw for some reason? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Worst movie I ever watched. Yeah, oh, my God, it was so bad. Uh, you know, I, I'm tempted to go watch it again just to see if it's going to be yes. <laughs> It'll be worse. <laughs> um, I forget my point, man. Uh, look, it's hard to predict this kind of stuff. Let's see what else happens. I mean, you're right. Clay Thompson's coming back. I feel like it's still an overrated thing for Clay Thompson to be coming back because – I'm cheering for the guy, okay? Never want to see a guy like that get hurt. But, like, he's not going to be the same defender. And I'm telling you right now, the Warriors are never making another finals with Steph, KD, and Draymond. Or, uh, KD. Steph, Clay, and Draymond as the three guys. In my opinion. That's just me. I feel like they had their five years in a row. They were dominant. They ran the entire league. And, you know, if Kyrie doesn't hit a shot, if LeBron doesn't have the greatest block ever, and if KD doesn't tear his Achilles, they could have five in a row. Yeah. You know, hypothetically. Um, of course, that changes everything because who knows if KD goes there, if they win in 2016, blah, blah, blah. We don't know how that is. 
But the Lakers, they won in 2020. I expected one ring, dude. I'm not sitting over here wanting LeBron to win me two, three, four, five titles. I'm not. I expected one title. They already got it. This is what they do every year. Guess what? Everyone's on a one-year deal. This next offseason next year, June 2022, you know, July 2022, it's going to be the same shit. Yeah. It's going to be the same shit. Everyone's going to leave, and there's going to be a whole new cast of guys. Guys like a Bobby Portis or, guy, you know, just one-year guys that just come in. Which, by the way, he got a real good bargain contract with yeah, the Bucks. That was a hell of a good deal. Um, and so, I don't know, man. I think we got rid of all the guys we had to get rid of. In that RDC video, there was uh, at one point where Kuzma is going into, like, this van. And he's like, did you get everything? Because you ain't coming back. <laughs> he's like, make sure you got everything. And then, like, he tries to dap him up. And they're like, no, 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 no. And then, like, KCP comes up. And he's LeBron's like, all right, man, I'll see you later. You know, he's like, and it's just, it's funny, man. You got to go watch it. But anyway, I'm excited about it. But I don't have too much. I'm more in football mode. It's hard to get out of these different yeah, type of things. Football mode is the mode right now. Yeah, and like with the COVID year and stuff, there's too much happening all at once in the NBA. I know this is how it goes every year. It goes the finals, the week after that, the next Thursday is the draft, and the week after that is usually July 1 and free agency starts. I know that's how it all goes. They try to run the news cycle, but it's just a lot. Yeah. I just can't keep up with it. I'm in football mode. I've been doing mock drafts. That's how I spend my time. We're in football season. So I'm excited for the Lakers. I have no idea. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know, we're going to win the title and all that. Um, wow. Steph Curry got a four-year, $215 million extension. First player to ever sign two $200 million deals. John Collins got $125 million from the yeah. Hawks. Yeah. God damn, dude. There's some money being thrown around. And what's crazy is the ratings are going down for the NBA because the politics and yeah. just because everything. Like, money's money, going money, down. Yeah, money going down. And, I mean, obviously COVID. It's going to go back up. It's going to go back up for yeah. sure. Let's get into your Sacramento Kings, man. What's up with your Sacramento Kings? Uh, George said you guys drafted a dog, which you guys, you guys need a lot more than a dog. It better be a rot or a pit bull. It better be some shit. What are you guys doing over in Sacramento? So let me start by saying this. They drafted Davion Mitchell, a point guard from Baylor. Y- yes, a point guard. Um, That's odd. Yes. After he, Halliburton and he Fox. Is, he is absolutely a... Like George said, he's a dog. He's a defensive-minded guy. He's going to come out. He's going to lock you down, you know, 80% of the way down the court. Um, you know, they asked Halliburton about him. Halliburton said, yeah, he guarded me the full length of the court two times in college, and it was the worst games of my life just because he makes your, makes your life hell, basically. But here's my thing. You look at the guards the Kings have. Buddy Heald's still on the roster. So you have De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton, Terrence Davis, DeLon Wright. I mean, that's five pretty good guards. But you go out and you draft a guard with the ninth overall pick. When Moses Moody, who the Warriors drafted at 14, which it might be the steal of the lottery, was still on the board, who's a 3 and D forward that the Kings desperately need. Because if you go look at the Kings forwards, counting Marvin Bagley, who I don't anticipate being on the roster much longer, mm. um, Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley, you know who it is after that? Tell me if you've ever heard of either of the – well, Mo Harkless. you probably heard of Mo Harkless. Yes. Um Tell me if you've heard of either of these two guys. <coughs> Chemezi Metu? <laughs> Robert Woodard. Robert Sacre? <laughs> I wish. He's a, he'd at least dance for you. That's, that's kind of where I'm at with it, though. I'm like, why did we not draft the forward who was right there that we desperately needed when we draft a guard, which is, you know, our deepest position? And Fox and Halliburton are going to take up 85 to 90% of the guard minutes. Yes. 100%. And they should. And Buddy's probably going to get traded. Who knows what we're going to get for him. Lakers, I'd, bro. I'd imagine him and Marvin are probably going to be in a package for somebody. Um, Luca? 
No, I, I think it's going to be for Tobias Harris, honestly. I, I've been sold on this Tobias, Tobias Harris thing Harris. for a while. Yeah. Maybe Ben Simmons. I don't want Ben Simmons anymore. If you trade for Ben Simmons. <laughs> as long as we don't trade Fox or Halliburton, I'd, I'd be okay. Oh, man. If it only took Bagley and Buddy to get Ben Simmons, I'd be totally fine with that. Yeah. But anyways, I don't understand why we drafted a guard when we have five other solid guards. You go back to when Luka was getting drafted, the Kings didn't draft him because they didn't want two ball-dominant point guards playing next to each other and him and De'Aaron. I get now it's a new regime, new GM, new you know front office. They go out and draft a guard when we have two guys who can handle the ball pretty well. So, you know, it's I think he's going to be a good player, and I think he's going to be someone that's going to be really valuable. I just, it, it didn't really make that much sense to me. I, I, you know, I thought we were going forward, but, you know, Kings are going to King. They're not going to King. They're, they're, they're going to Prince. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I wrote down, like, some questions. Like, you know, Luke Walton and his third season, it's it's make or break year Yeah, for what him. the fuck? Why is he still there? I get, so the GM said, you know, if you keep firing and hiring a new coach every two years, nothing's ever going to happen, which I, I agree with. I don't understand why Luke, why Luke Walton's getting a third year, though. He hasn't shown that he has what it takes to make adjustments to win basketball games. The Kings were the worst third-quarter team in the NBA last year. Just that, And that's, you know, because you go in at halftime and you make adjustments. Other teams made adjustments. Luke Walton did not. And then now this is other stuff you have to start thinking about. The Kings have another down year. Is De'Aaron going to want out? Is he going to request a trade? Right. You know, and then... You know, is, is Luke Walton being, like, you know, figuratively speaking, is if he gets fired, is that the only thing that's going to save this young core that they have? Because I just – I don't think people are going to want to play for Luke Walton another year if they have a down year because then it's going to show the players, you know, you know, fuck it, we're just going to keep Walton here. you got to start showing these players that you want to win. And I just – I don't know. I don't think Luke Walton staying is an I want to win move. How many times are your Kings going to have – Two or three super young. This reminds me of the Tyreek Evans and Marcus Cousins thing. How many times are you guys going to have two or three super talented young guys have the wrong fucking coach and not do anything but lose 60 games a year, 55 well, games? Like, the, you know, we obviously, the Michael Malone thing is well documented. Michael Malone should right. have never been fired. I think the same thing about, about Dave Yeager. I was just going to say, I think the same thing about Dave Yeager. Jesus. I don't think he should have been fired. To bring in Luke Walton. Why? <laughs> You have to get a the right guy to go with these guys or else it's going to be another DeMarcus Cousins and Tyreek Evans thing. Because as good as DeMarcus Cousins was, I think De'Aaron Fox is twice as good. I think he is going to be have twice as good a career as DeMarcus Cousins did. Because even though we traded DeMarcus Cousins, you know, he was g- dominant while he was in Sacramento. Yes. Um, Maybe the best center in the league a year or two. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, obviously it ended up being a good trade, sadly, for all the injuries he's gotten. For New Orleans. Um but you can't you can't risk doing that with De'Aaron Fox. I think he's twice as good as Demarcus Cousins was at his peak. I think wow. De, I think Darren really? I think Darren's making a huge leap next year. He is, averaged twenty five points a game. Is he a top thirty player? I think so. Because you can name there's only twenty nine players better than him I mean, in the league. I would take me a minute, but I would. You know, <laughs> I, I really okay. think he's a top thirty player. I, I, Cousins was a top 25, 20 player for a year or two, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He was super good. I, th- I think De'Aaron's going to take that leap where he's going to be a top 20 player. Okay. I mean, he averaged 25 points last year. He was the top fourth quarter scorer in the NBA. So, I, you know, it's just, is he going to be able to take that leap with the Kings? I don't know. Is he going to, and if he does, he's not going to get the notoriety because the Kings are the Kings. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, 
it's going to be a really interesting year, and it's going to tell a lot about the future. I'm trying to look up your guys' draft pick numbers each year in the last Dude, decade. Why, why are we going to do that? <laughs> we know how it went. We've had one. We've had two good picks. You guys are passing a lot of motherfuckers, man. This is crazy. Yeah, okay, but we've talked about this before. It is so much harder to hit on the NBA draft. You, you know there's guys that are going to change your franchise, but, you know, they still might not pan out. 2009, you take Tyreek Evans fourth overall over Steph Curry, who went seven. Yeah. Six other teams passed on him, too, so. 2011, you take Bismack Biombo seventh mm. overall over Kawhi Leonard, who mm. was 15th overall. Mm. 2013, Ben McLemore, seventh overall over Giannis Antetokounmpo, 13th overall. Yep. 2014, Nick Stauskas, 8th overall, over Zach Levine, 13th overall. Yeah. That one hurt. (laughs) 20, oh, this is my (laughs) favorite. Yeah, I already know which one this one is. (laughs) This is my favorite. 2015, Willie Cauley-Stein, 6th overall, over Shots That I Took, Wet Like I'm Book, who went 13th overall. That's Devin Booker, in case you guys don't know. 2017, uh, this one's tough. 2017, you take Zach Collins, 10th overall, over Bam Adebayo, 14th. Bam's good because that system See, I feel that, like. And that stuff. was a trade. That wasn't our pick. That was the Trailblazers pick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I already know. I already know. <laughs> this one hurts. Yeah, this, this one hurts one me. Hurts, yeah. This one makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. This one 2018. Yep. Marvin Bagwell Bagley the third over Luka Doncic. Trey Young. Trey Young. Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. I mean, it's the like you t- it's on. like you took Marvin over Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron in the I mean, it's like what in the fuck? What in the fuck were you guys saying? Marvin Bagley second overall over Luca third overall. And I think there was more. No, that's it. Okay. I was gonna say because <laughs> ni- nineteen was the Halliburton year, I believe, okay. right? Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which the right pick, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. So I feel like uh <laughs> I didn't bring that up for any reason but to slander. Oh, I know. <laughs> It's well documented. But here's my thing, dude. This happens in the NBA draft every year. That much? The, okay, but look. How much? How long are you going to tell okay. yourself this? 2018, 100%. We botched it. God. 2015, but, you botched it. What? Willie Cauley? His teammate was Devin. Yeah. But the, here's the thing. Devin Booker was, what was he? He was either 17 or 18. You know, you never, you never really know how those guys are going to pan out. But this happens every year in the NBA draft. You can say it every single year. Because who who's else is someone that's picking towards the top every year? The Hawks usually are towards the top. They've, they've had one good pick. They've had two. Okay, John Collins is just now showing he's a good pick. He's a great pick. Yeah. The Suns, same thing. They got Booker. Great pick. Yes. DeAndre Ayton. Can you really say that they should hey have taken him over Luka? All I know is they've made a finals in the Mavericks. They have. They have. That's fair. But that's that's my point. Is it's so hard, so much harder to hit on the NBA draft, just because basketball it's so much harder for guys to pan out than it is, you know, in the NFL when you have the first overall pick and you're taking Joe Burrow, or you have the fifth overall pick and you're taking Justin Herbert. Mm. It's so much harder to hit on the NBA draft. Or Jalen Waddle. Or Jalen, yeah, Jalen Waddle. Why not? Okay, uh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean I was basically done. <laughs> I just I want to get into and we'll get into football here in just a sec. We're gonna take a break and then come back and do football, but. Jalen Waddle, I you know I, I'm gonna do that that Jim Rome fucking Mike Greenberg. I, I'm gonna do that little that little questionnaire thing. What if I told you Jalen Waddle was the steal of the NFL draft? Right after this commercial break. 
And we are back. So we want to get into Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers relationship. So Aaron Rodgers did report to training camp, I believe, maybe two weeks ago at this point. Last week, something like that. He reported to training camp, and he's has a, I guess, a work-in-progress relationship with Brian Gutekinds, the general manager of the Green Bay Packers, who he has likened to Jerry Krause. If you guys don't know, Jerry Krause was the general manager of the Chicago Bulls during their dynasty in the 90s, and he was often mocked by Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and all the other guys. And basically, he was the reason that dynasty ended early. So they went ahead and did some favors for Rodgers. They got Randall Cobb. They went out and they traded for Randall Cobb, which I didn't know. I thought he was just like a free agent, but they traded for him from the Houston Texans, which I mm. assume didn't take I'm much. Sure fire. Yeah, oh my God, I'm sure Randall Cobb is happy about that. <laughs> and they also restructured Rodgers' deal to where he's only signed to them through next season. And originally it was through 2023, but it's only now through 2022. I'll let you go first, man. Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay this season. You said he's the MVP in a text message we had a week or two ago. What do you think and why? So I don't think he's the MVP anymore. I, I have oh, since okay. I have since had my stance go elsewhere. Okay. I think he's gonna have an incredible year. I really do. Because um, what better way to stick it to him than just going out and doing what he does best? But the the same problems are still there. You know, the relationship is a better absolutely, but they still didn't go out and get him any weapons. I mean, he Not has. Not Randall Cobb. What does Randall Cobb do for you? <laughs> I mean, he still has Devonte Adams, who's one of the He's, he's, he's the best receiver two. in football. He's top two and he ain't two. <laughs> um, yes. But, you know, he has Aaron. They did get Aaron Jones back. I I, I do think Aaron Jones is a tad bit overrated. Yeah, in my I think opinion. so too. Um, you know, they brought back Tanyan, who had a good year last year, but that's just a, benef- a Rodgers beneficiary. You've seen guys be good with Rodgers, go be terrible everywhere else. It's the same thing that's happened with Tom Brady, Drew Brees. These really good quarterbacks, they make receivers better than they actually are. Um,. But as far as, you know, where he's going next year, I don't think he's going anywhere. I really don't. I think Really? I think he plays out next year in Green Bay and then we'll evaluate it after that. But I really think things have gotten a lot better and, you know, at the end of the day, I think that there's something to be said about playing your entire career with one team. You know, I don't know if that's important to Aaron Rodgers because I don't really know what's important to him because he's, you know, it's so hard to get a read on it's him. It's so hard, dude. Um but he's an odd guy. He, he, very odd. Very, very odd. <laughs> Interesting as interesting as hell. Interesting. He makes for a good conversation. Absolutely. But he's weird as shit. He loves his tequila. I'll tell you that. He's always on Pat McAfee drinking water, quote unquote. Yeah, that's not water. That's not water. Just like uh, <laughs> who is it? Uh, oh, fuck. What's his name? Is that AJ Hawk? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. AJ he's Hawk. he's smoking a cigar. Yeah. It's like that's not a cigar. Yeah. Come on, guy. <laughs> um, but you know, I I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere. I think he is going to stay there as long as Devontae Adams is there. Same with Devontae, man. Devontae's only staying as long as Aaron's his quarterback. But that's the thing, you know, after next year, you know, Rodgers has Jeopardy lined up. He has other stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't I don't think that the whole rigorous offseason is enough to keep him. Um, it, I don't know. I, I just think that he's kind of almost done with football because he's just... You know, we've talked about it before. I just don't think he needs football to make him feel valuable. He's got Jeopardy. He's got whatever else he wants. <laughs> okay, is Jeopardy that big of a deal to him, you think? I think so. Enough to take away from football? But here's the thing. How, how old is he? He's 38 right now, right? No, he's 36. 36? Okay. 35, 30. Well, we can look this up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's look this I just, you know, he, he was thinking about retiring this offseason. Granted, you know, it's to I get think out that was Green a hardball play. I don't I think, think he it was actually, too, but He was never going to retire. After this year and then after next year, he'll be, what, 30... 
No, he's going to be 38 in December. So then he'll be 40 by the time next year's over. <laughs> uh, 39. He'll be, he'll be thir- so December oh, he'll 2nd be this year, okay. he'll be 38. So he'll be 39. I yeah. don't, you know, not many guys play that late. I, I just, I don't, I don't think he plays past next year. Really? Yeah. You think he has one year left? This year. He just won year. an MVP. This year? So he'll play this year, and then he'll play next year. But after that, I, I think he might be done. Okay. All right. Um, do you think Devontae Adams is a beneficiary of Aaron Rodgers? Because this is an unpopular opinion. I feel like Devontae is only the best receiver in football because Rodgers has thrown him the football. See, it's I, very unfair. Devontae Adams is incredible. I think he'd be good with every quarterback in the league. I don't think he'd be the best wide receiver in the NFL with every quarterback in the league, but I think he'd be top three still without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if you go and throw him with, I don't know. Derek Carr? Derek Carr. Kirk, college quarterback? Kirk Cousins. He's still going to be a top three receiver. Top three? Yeah. If he goes to the Vikings today, he's the best receiver on that team? I think so. Okay. I mean, there's not many. I mean, the only arguments you can make if he would be the second best receiver would be maybe Arizona. Can I argue Thielen might be better than no, Adams? No, stop. Stop it. No, <laughs> if he goes to the Vikings. Not just in general. but Thielen's not even the best receiver on that team right now. Oh, you're high as hell. Justin Jefferson is so much better than him. Oh, my God. He's he's only better because all the attention is going to Adam Thielen. I don't think so. Who makes the clutch catches? Adam Thielen. Okay. The super-duper clutch catches. But I think who's a better all-around receiver is Justin Jefferson. All right. I mean, it's it's you know it's they're both really good receivers. And that's a good problem to have is to have two really good receivers. Are you gonna tell Seth to listen to this podcast just for that little sound bit? Because I know he doesn't listen to these, but you, you should be like, hey man, we talked about the Vikings, we went in depth. You should listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, and uh, he's not gonna. <laughs> speaking of on, of my family, uh, Mama G wanted a shout out, so Mama G, here's a shout out. Oh. Awesome. Yeah, shout out to Mama said, G. She said she'd listen to see if she got her shout out. Oh, cool. So, yeah, here's your shout out, Mom. Awesome. Yeah, shout out to Mama G for sure. <laughs> okay, so we'll get up today on the Rogers Green Bay stuff. April 2012. I don't know if you, you're pretty good at knowing where I'm going with shit. Mm-hmm. Do you know where I'm going with this? Wait, what was the date? April 2012. I know I didn't give you much to work with. No. I mean, I kind of have an idea, but I don't know. There's a certain quarterback okay, yeah. that's a free agent for the first time in his whole career. Because the team that drafted him knew better. They don't have much faith in him. He's coming off a year-long absence. He had neck, like four different neck surgeries. He had like a, something with a pinched nerve. He had something else going on. And he's flying to Denver to meet with John Elway. That guy's name is Peyton Manning. He eventually signs the deal. They go to two Super Bowls. They go to three AFC Championship games, and they won a Super Bowl's final season there. Peyton Manning was 35, 36 years old at the time of that. I mean, he was pretty – I mean, he yeah. played, what, four years at Tennessee, and yeah. then, yeah, 36, 37. A-Rod's going to be 38, okay? It seems like the standard for quarterbacks – I never thought I'd see the day where Tom Brady's not a New England Patriot. Yeah. First year he goes to Tampa Bay, no preseason, barely an offseason. He gets damn near arrested for throwing on the beach in Tampa all during the COVID year. He wants a Super Bowl. These guys that are like this, we saw with Brett Favre, he just never won a title. Mm. I'm surprised uh, Drew Brees didn't do it, but he played for the Chargers, then went to the Saints. It was a lot different circumstance. But all these guys play for two different teams. I feel like the whole, you know... Michael Jordan. I mean, even he played for the fucking Wizards, but, like, the, the Kobe kind of guys, the Tim Duncan kind of guys. I can't even think of a football guy that played yeah. his whole career. Those days are over, man. Yeah. Because there's just contract stuff. There's all sorts of different things going on. 
you know, there's always a revolving door of GMs. Head, head coaches are a big one, too. I feel like mm-hmm. the head coaches are really underrated. The big coaching staff change could change a lot. And so I think Aaron Rodgers will be a Denver Bronco next offseason. I feel like he's not the only missing piece. I feel like people are kind of overrating what they got. I know they got Judy. They got Sutton. uh, uh, Sutton's coming Family, back. They, they got Noah Fant. I know that they have – they've had Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. Well, oh, Phil, Melvin Phil Gordon. Lindsay's gone, but Melvin yeah. Gordon's still Where's Philip Lindsay? Buffalo? Houston. Houston. Oh, man. What? Yeah. He went from never to Houston? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um <laughs> – I mean, best bl- op- probably best opportunity for him to get carries. <laughs> I mean, bless your heart, Philip Lindsay. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking there, but what's going on with Deshaun Watson? Uh, he's he's just not, you know, he's there, but he's not doing anything. Well, he's in training camp. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is he he's, playing this season? No, he, you know what he's doing at training camp? He's playing safety on the uh, scout team. How is he still allowed to practice? He's not on the exempt list. But he's anticipating he's going to be? Like, I don't understand I don't, no, this. No, like, he's... You know, the NFL has said, you know, that they're not putting him on the exempt list yet. So as long as he's not on that list, he's allowed to be at practice. Because every day he wasn't going to be a, you know, mandatory camp now it is. I think it's a $50,000 fine per day. I did see that, yeah. So he's not going to, you know, he's not going to not get your, Paid. give up $50,000. Right. When he could go and be there, but be the safety on scout team. Okay. Um, But... I seen because they uh, every team started full pads yesterday. Deshaun Watson was not in full pads, hmm. which was quarterback, pretty, which was pretty predictable. Well, Trevor Lawrence was in full pads. Okay. Deshaun Watson was not in full pads. Tom Brady was in full pads. It's just you know he he doesn't want to risk getting hurt, which I don't blame him. Why would I, you want to play for them? But why just sign the deal? That's the other thing. I come on, man. That's another thing in all this. Like, not only does he not want to play for the Texans, he's also like has he this humongous civil case. Yeah, like and this and the, the civil case. Yeah, he's yeah. not getting traded for anytime soon. I, I don't. Deshaun Watt. I, if he could rewind just a year back in time, I'm sure he'd do tons of things differently and not mm-hmm. hit up all these people on Instagram and yeah. not sign deals. Whatever, man. Aaron Rodgers. Ten years later, the Denver Broncos are going to do what they do best. And John Elway won two Super Bowl titles late in his career. I think the last two years of his career he won, and then he retired. These guys have second acts of their career. I think the whole second Green Bay Super Bowl thing, because his legacy is already built. He won a yeah. bowl there. He's won three MVPs, which that's a lot of MVPs, man. Yeah. Very, I think well, he's a fifth guy, sixth guy. Not a lot of dudes win three MVP titles. I think Brady, Manning, him. And I have a hard time getting the rest of them. I, you know, I'm sure maybe Brett Favre's in there. Yeah. I, I don't know, something like that. Um, I feel like it would be perfect for him to go to Denver. They have a good defense. They have weapons. They have another year or two. Get a better coach. Isn't it still uh, Vangio? Still hanging around. Good old Vicky. Around down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vicky's still around. So get a uh, Drew Lock out of town. Yeah, dude. I don't, so it's Drew Lock and Teddy Water under the bridge, right? Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Teddy, man. He keeps getting opportunities. Didn't he have, like, a big injury to where he wasn't going to get an opportunity yeah. somewhere else? In Minnesota. Yeah. And he had that really, really scary in, uh, leg injury. Yeah. Okay, that sounds about right. So, as far as Aaron Rodgers goes, man, look, he's going to have a great year in Green Bay. And we're going to get into the fantasy stuff. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not drafting this guy. And you should stay the far the fuck away from Aaron Rodgers in fantasy this year. Because 48 touchdowns is kind of a fallacy. I don't think that's going to happen ever again for A-Rod. I don't care, who, I don't care if Jesus Christ is receiver. I don't care if he has Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, and Devontae. I don't, I don't care. You know, Jerry, Judy, Noah Fant, Corlin Sutton, it doesn't matter. Um, 48's a lot, dude. That's, yeah, a, lot that's a lot of touchdowns. The record was 50 for how long? Yeah. You know what I mean? The record was 48 for I don't know how long. Uh, I, I think that may have been Elway who did that record. but Or no, it was Dan Marino. Um, so Aaron Rodgers, he's, he's in Green Bay another year. 
as far as a relationship, it's done. It's fractured. It's not uh, going to yes. – a, a cast can't help it. Medicine can't help it. Carmex. Uh, you know, it doesn't uh, – whatever you want to fucking rub on there, it's not going to work. Vicks of April rub ain't going to work. <laughs> I don't like those Vicks, um, th- those like little things when you're sick, the, yeah. the vaporizers no, no, you no, put no. in your room. Yeah, I don't like those. Those things are horrible, man. Out, yeah, I don't like those. They make noise and they Give smell me anxiety, horrible. Dude. I don't Stuff like that Stuff like that, that gives me anxiety where it's like, this thing smells terrible. It's not making me feel better. Yeah. Get it out of here. Right. 100%. Um, so... There's stuff that keeps like crashing in the next room to us, and it keeps fucking me up in the middle of this podcast. I, know, I keep I, looking back. I'm like, what's going? I have on? no idea. There's a kid that was peeking in the window to I see know, if this is like a certain there. room. I, I don't know. This is good thing that door's locked. Uh, a <laughs> Rod, he's got one more year. Stay the far fuck away from him in fantasy draft, and that's all I got on that man. Anything else on A Rod? I mean, seriously, he's gonna play one last year, then he's gonna demand a trade, and they're gonna give him a trade. They're gonna do right by him. I feel like that's where we're at with this. It's yeah. he's not gonna be there. He's not gonna be a lifer. It's over. You should have kicked the field goal. If they don't trade him, okay. So here's the thing: you're saying he's getting traded. If they say we're not trading you, you have one more one more year. Do you think he retires? No, I think he plays out the one year. Okay. Because I mean, look, we bring up Jeopardy and we bring up golf and his new fiance and the Star Wars, bun. the man bun. Look, we bring all this stuff up. Football still is number one passion, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't. Obviously, with that. I feel like the guy's never had a better talent than throwing a football in his whole fucking life. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's never had as much fun or been as passionate about something compared to playing football as he ever has in his entire life. And Jeopardy's cool. It ain't forty million dollars cool. No, but I mean endorsements. He's still getting endorsements. State Farm is not putting that boy on a commercial if he's the Jeopardy host. There might be other stuff. State though. Farm does stuff with athletes, yeah. i.e., Patrick Mahomes, Chris Paul. They do stuff with active athletes. If Aaron Rodgers goes and hosts Jeopardy, which, by the way, a lot of people don't even want him to be Je- – I know he did, like, good on the ratings, but they want um, the show's executive producer, I guess, Ken Jennings or something like that. They want him to be the host. People are going to watch if it's Aaron Rodgers. People are going to watch. I'm going to watch. Yeah. And I don't I'll, give a I'll, fuck 100%. about Jeopardy. Yeah. But <laughs> if it's Ken Jennings, I'm, I'm not tuning in. <laughs> I shout out to Ken Jennings, but, like, I don't even know who you're you not are. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know he's been running the show for 30-some-odd years, but Aaron Rodgers grew up a fan. Yeah. He was a fan of Alex Trebek and Jeopardy. I feel like he has the right amount of respect for the show. Mm-hmm. No one's here to listen to our take about Jeopardy. Um, I, I'm not here to listen to my take about it. I feel like he has one more year. But to answer your question, I think he plays out the rest of his contract if they don't want to trade him. But he could play hardball even more, man. I feel like he didn't He didn't go all the way this year like I thought yeah. he would. He was doing the sneak disses and the I'm offended shirt, and he was the draft day stuff and all that. He did the shit uh, with Kenny Mayne on his last mm-hmm. show on ESPN. I get all that. He can go a lot harder. Mm-hmm. He can just fucking blatantly retire. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. He can just be like, I'm fucking out. Yeah. You don't want to trade me, I'm out. I'm retiring, I'm done. So, that's what we got for Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay. They're going to have a good year, I think. Um, excuse me. I always get burps in the middle of this podcast. He's going to have a great year. He's going to throw 40 touchdowns again, maybe five, six interceptions. Devontae's going to be the number one receiver in the league again. Randall Cobb is good for, uh, <laughs> like in therapy, I think they call it moral support. Mm-hmm. I don't I- think he... He's not going to get 10 touchdowns. Like, I think a player who's going to have a good year is going to be Alan Lazard. Yeah, I think so, too. I think he's going to have a pretty good year. What about Marquez? Valdez? He's going to drop six touchdowns, but he's going to score six of them. So, <laughs> uh, Robert Tanyan, he could have another seven or eight touchdown season. Yeah, yeah, He'll he be could. a reliable tight end. Mm-hmm. When we come back, mm. if you want to do this, this whole thing. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> when we come back, I'm going to tell you why you should stay far the fuck away from Aaron Charles Rogers in the fantasy draft. 
Alrighty guys, and we are back. So we are currently in the middle of a mock draft. It has not started yet, but it starts in 30 seconds. We wanted to hop on air right before we started doing this thing. And we're going to do a live one and just kind of give our picks and our rundown of stuff. This is a mock draft on ESPN with a bunch of strangers and whatnot. Our actual fantasy draft is coming in a few weeks. We might be broadcasting that. We might not be. We'll see what happens. It, it's it's going to be a weird year. But we got 10 seconds till the draft starts. I have third overall pick. Al, what pick are you? Fifth. Okay. Decided to get so, right in the middle. Who are you taking, man? Third or fifth overall, if you have the chance? Are you going running back first? I mean, oh, I didn't know that my phone makes noises. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's running back. As long as if you're a top five pick, you're taking a running back. Okay. So I think what we're gonna do, guys, is we're gonna kind of commentate throughout this thing. We're gonna give our picks, and we're gonna tell why we gave the certain picks and, and pick certain guys, and then we'll give Whoa, strategies. Geez, that guy just picked Aaron Jones second. <laughs> Aaron Jones, second overall. I'm going Dalvin Cook with third overall pick. Yeah, what the f- I'm going Dalvin Cook. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's about how so I So now you shaker. are on the clock, I'm taking, Mr. I'm taking Kamara. Mr. Alec White, Alvin Kamara? Kamara? Makes, he makes the most sense right here. So CMC, Kamara, and Henry all off the board. Kelsey just got taken, which Kelsey just got I don't taken. know why people are taking tight ends in the first round. Yeah, I, I don't. That is absolutely insane to me. Who are you going with in the second round? Running back, I'm, tight I'm end? Looking, I'm looking running back again. Um... You know, I, if Nick Ch- Nick Chubb's not going to be on the board, but if he was, that, that's who I would take. Um, a good, va- couple of good value guys in the second round. I think Austin Eckler's going to have a pretty good year. Okay, I really do. Um, he was injured last season. He was, yeah. Um, you know, Clyde's also a good pickup in round two. That's someone you could keep your eye on. Um, yeah, Dobbins. I think that second round's a little too high for him. But okay, you know, we'll see how the board shakes out. That's the whole thing about fantasy football. Is you just want to see how the board shakes out. So you are a running back first two rounds kind of guy. 100%. I thought you were a running back receiver guy. No, I'm a running back running back. Okay. Yeah. We'll my stra- It's subject to change based on how the board shakes out. but My strategy is way different, man. I literally had running back receiver, running back receiver, like running back title. I'm like, no, like it's too much hopping around. you gotta, yeah. you got to nail your running backs. You've got to get them. Yeah, because the running back is where the biggest point disparity is. Right. Oh, someone just took Nick Chubb. Okay, and that, was, that, was, that was my two picks right there. Yeah, um, same here. You know, I'm gonna go a bell cow here. I'm gonna go Najee. Najee. Yeah, that was my pick. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Um, let's still see. Some good guys on the board. Though. They're still good guys. I have a list here of guys I want to take, and since my guy Najee Harris is not there, I'm going DeAndre Swift. Okay. I feel like he's gonna have a big year in Detroit. I feel like with Jared Goff being the quarterback, he's gonna do a lot of relying on Swift and Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Those are his heavy lifting guys, if you will, especially DeAndre. And mm-hmm. they run running backs into the ground. Detroit Lions love running their legends into so the they ground. Do best. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. I'm not saying DeAndre Swift's anywhere near Barry Sanders, but right, right. I feel like he could be the next great Lions player potentially. And they're gonna rely on him a lot. So yeah. I got him. Oh, good pick. Good pick. See, for me, third round's interesting because. You don't want to wait too long to take a top-tier receiver, but at the same time, if you can get a good third running back for your flex, that's probably the way to go. Also, I feel like the receivers are super, super deep this year. They are. A lot of good receivers. A lot of good receivers. Whereas, you know, three good running backs could set you up for a really good year. 100%. That's why in this one, I'm going George Kittle. Oh, okay. That's fine. I feel like tight ends are a very, very hot commodity. I feel like there's very few of them that are super elite. you got your Wallers, your Kelseys, your Kittles, and that's honestly about it. Those are the three best For ones. For me, right here, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is on the board in round three. Why would I not take him? There you go. I mean, he's, he's sitting right in front of my face. Yeah. I don't even blame you. I feel like, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. You've played a lot more fantasy football than I have. Receivers 
kind of all usually get around the same amount of points. They do, but you you want one, you know. Elite. Yeah, and DeAndre Hopkins at, you know, third round is, you can't pass that up. Right. You know, I could have went David Montgomery, but, you know, oh, why Jesus. get David Montgomery when you could get, DeAndre you know, Hopkins. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins, or even, you know, cause just staying with the theme of running backs, Miles Gaskin, I think, is a very comparable point total to, um, fuck, sorry, David Montgomery. George was telling me Miles Gaskin is an underrated commodity in fantasy. He said Miles Gaskin is going to be a good pickup. Yeah, he's one to watch for me. And um, when your quarterback yeah, can't throw, that is why I'm going to take. Oh, you're this up, damn, this you're this guy is going to have a giant year. CD Lamb. Okay. CD Lamb is going to have a huge year. CD Lamb. We were talking about this guy earlier, man. Adam Thielen. Yeah, I mean he's he, opposite he can't of JJ. Pick. He can't go wrong with a Thielen pick. Here's why. Jefferson's going to get a lot of attention this year. Thielen's going to be he's the, touchdowns. He's the new girl year. at school that's yeah. got the big ass. Mm-hmm. A lot of attention. Everyone's going to be going to him. But they're going to forget about that other elite receiver on the other end. Because I think Thielen's an elite receiver. I think he is. I think he's a top 10 receiver in football. I, I don't know if i go that high, but I do think he's he's up there for sure. He's clutch. That's what I like about Thielen. And he's look, he's one of those guys that you thought would have never made it. Yeah. He's little. D2. Yeah, right. From was Minnesota. he undrafted? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just one of those guys who never should have made it. Yep. And that's why I like him. 100%. This guy's taking a long time to pick. Yeah, some of these guys are on auto, and some of these guys are just, they already left. <laughs> they get and their you first can four tell. picks in, and they're like, yeah, I'm good. So we're in round five. My pick's Ooh, yeah. coming up. Who are you taking in round five, position-wise? Um, I'm looking for a running back, I think, just because... You know, I want. I got my two receivers. I got my two running backs. I want to get my flex figured out, and I prefer to have a running back in the flex. Okay, but you know, there's not there's not many running backs right here. I'm assuming you're going Miles Gaskin. Um, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not even going running back. I was gonna say I feel like you might go Mahomes then, since Mahomes is still on the board. I'm not going quarterback. Oh, okay. it's way too early. Quarterbacks, look, Mahomes is Mahomes, but is he gonna get me 15 more points than the next best quarterback, like a Josh Allen or a Herbert no, no. or a Brady? Not most each of the week. Time. No, yeah. he's not. He's just not. Which, by the way, Team Josh Bell. Allen is my MVP this year. Team Bell took my pick. All right. And Pass we can one. get into that in a little bit. Look, I know me and you. Look, dude, we, we got too much time on our hands. Yeah. Okay. That we do. Me and you are, <laughs> are going to go back and listen to this and try and take each other's fucking strategy and, I, I and who I we like. I don't need your strategy. Oh, oh okay. Thanks a lot. Um, I'm going Cooper Cup. Okay. Cooper Cup's going to have a damn good season, I feel like. Matt Stafford's there. I feel like he's better than Robert Woods. I feel like he's one of those underrated receivers, kind of forgotten about. He's another little white guy in the slot. And I'm a big fan. Of course, the guy right after me takes Robert so, Woods. I've got, you know, Daryl Henderson's on the board. There's some receivers on the board. I don't like the value of a running back right here. So I'm going to go ahead and pick up Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and, you know, get a solid tight end because I just don't think the value is there for a running back right there. Tight ends. Do you take them too high? Do you wait? There's only a few of them that are good, man. I think if you can get Kelsey, Kittle, Waller, Andrews, or uh, I know I'm forgetting one. I can't. Uh, if you can get Hawkinson? those, yes. If you can get those guys at a good value, I think that's a good pick. Okay. Just don't. I top three rounds, no way. I would okay. never take a tight end in the top three rounds. So me third round going Kittle is too high for you. You would never do it. Personally, this year I like Waller more than I like Kittle. Okay. I really do. Waller had a huge year last year. He did. Um, Best tight end in football probably besides Kelsey. Yeah. But, you know, Kit, you, you don't know with Kittle just because that offense. That offense is so hard to trust. Okay, Kyler Murray just got picked. Okay. And Mahomes. Yeah. It's a, so it's guys are starting a, to go quarterback yeah, a little bit. there's going to be bit. a little run of quarterbacks going on here. Wow. Tyler wow. Lockett. 
<laughs> who you I'm said you before I take Tyler Lockett. Chase Edmonds, that's a that's that's one to watch this year. Really, that, Chase Edmonds. I he's the top guy in Arizona. I mean, they got James Conner, but James Conner ain't changing your life. No, <sighs> that's very true. So sixth round, put it out there. I'm going quarterback. Shit. I feel like that's the perfect round to go quarterback with. Yeah, and I'm actually doing. And the you're same actually thing. on the pick. Yeah, and you're no, gonna I'd probably take one of my guys. Um, yeah, I'm going here. I'm going Herbert. So you were saying not to go Russell Wilson. I'm While staying, I make I'm my pick, I'll let you explain why you're not going to go Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is the MVP for the first eight weeks. Russell Wilson is a 15 to 20 range the last eight weeks or nine weeks, I guess now. I'm just, I, you know, I'm not, I'm just staying away from him. I need someone who's going to be accountable every week, and that's why I take Herbert. This is a mock, so I'm going Rodgers. I mean, yeah, why not? It doesn't count, but I'm going Aaron Rodgers. right there. You can't, you know. Look. I'm never picking Lamar Jackson ever again in fantasy. It's a curse. <laughs> it I'm staying true. far the fuck away from Lamar Jackson. And your Russell Wilson thing is super accurate. Also, I feel like Brady, I don't know if he's going to throw 40 touchdowns again. That's a lot of touchdowns for yeah. a guy who yeah. is older than the amount of touchdowns he threw. Um, Tannehill, I'm just not that. They're going to rely heavily on Derrick Henry. Now, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. I, those are two great guys. Who's their other guy that they got there? They have another. They have a third guy, right? Yeah, I can't Corey. Think of no, not name. Corey Davis. He went to the Jets. Maybe they lost their guy, but they got Julio and AJ Brown, and they have oh, Derrick Henry. Shit, that guy took my pick. I, I think Jared Judy's gonna have a big year. Where are you going next, man? I want to say. I don't know. I gotta. Oh shit! Looks like we're gonna figure out where you're going. I am going to go running back. Okay. I'm going back to running back. Taking your guy, man. Okay. Etn. Travis Etienne, man. I feel like that was the perfect time and yeah, round to take a, a guy like that, in my opinion. So right here, am I on the clock? I am on the clock. Yes, you are. This, I I did this a couple times last year. I have to stop the slide. I don't know why he's still on the board. Michael Thomas. You like Mike Thomas. In, in the seventh round, I mean, you know, could I have taken DJ Chark or Michael Gallup? Sure, but I'm, you know, I'm going to go on the upside of Michael Thomas. Okay. What is the upside for Michael Thomas this season? James Winston's the quarterback. Top, top five. He's not going to be a top three receiver anymore. Okay. But I do think a top five receiver is within reach. Uh, I don't think he's going to be listening, but Eric Young, Rick, says he is slant boy. He is slant boy. But you agree with that? You get a catch every time you catch a slant. <laughs> you get 10 yards every time you catch a slant. In Madden, in real life. Yep. Yeah, it don't matter. 100%. I agree with you. When's your next pick, man? Uh, I'm a couple picks away. Okay. All right. So we'll for... Round eight. What are uh, you thinking for your position? Uh, are we going running back or receiver? I'm going running back. Okay. I am, yeah. Um, I think I am as well. Oh, wow. Okay. You're on the clock. I am on the clock. Here we go. Um, I am going to go the one who is actually going to get all the carries in Jacksonville, James yeah, Robinson. Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I think it's time. I think it's time I shock the world. Are you going LaVisca? No, I'm not going LaVisca. Oh, okay. I'm going someone completely different. I feel like I know her. Yep. I, <laughs> no, okay, no. I thought you were taking Debo. No, no, I'm not taking Trey Debo. Trey Sermon's a good pick. I got. I think he's going to have a good year. He's coming from Ohio State. Yeah. That's a big university. No, he's, he's going to have a good year. That's a good pick. Next round, I'm going back to receiver. Yeah, I am too. I have a couple guys I've written down. I think they're all gone, to be honest with you, at this point. That's the thing with all this. Like, you got to adjust on the fly to a lot yeah. of these guys. Yep, especially in a mock draft because you don't have as much time to pick. Right. I mean, ESPN gives you, what, 30 seconds, 40 seconds? 45. I mean, that's it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
What sucks is that if you back out of the app on your phone, that's why I have my laptop. If you back out of your phone and then come back, they just pick for you. Yeah. They act like you just, yeah. So, Guy anyway. you took LaVisca, that's a great pick. LaVisca's going to break out this year. LaVisca's going to have a great year. I am going to go Mike Gallup. Okay. That's I'm a, a big pick. Mike Gallup a, fan. I'm, I love me some Mike Gallup. Who's going to be the number one in Dallas? You brought up CeeDee Lamb It's still Amari Cooper. It still is. Really? Yeah. Um, is Mike Gallup the third receiver in Dallas? Yeah, I think he is. Uh, I'm going Debo here. Debo is great value right here. Okay. That's a good pick. Yeah, that's great value. I need another running back. I can't wait to look at our teams after this, and I'll be, like, disappointed. But every pick, I'm like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> every pick, I'm going to be excited there's, about. Dude, there's some – this is why you don't take receivers too early. There's still some good receivers on the board. It's super deep. Yeah. That's why the first, what, three rounds, I'm like, I'm not taking – I don't have to. Maybe even the first four rounds, you don't have to. If you yeah, want a Mahomes so many. or a Lamar or a Josh Allen, you can wait four or five rounds to take any receiver. Is DeAndre and Devontae going to give you 100 more points than any other receipt? No. No. No, they're not. Are they going to give you 50 more look, points? Because, look, you look on the board right here. I mean, they're still – they're still – picks are flying off the board. I can't yeah, they up. are. Um, you still got Jarvis Landry, who had a really good year last year. Yes. Corey Davis had a good year last year. Marvin Jones, nine touchdowns last year. Antonio Brown just went. Henry Ruggs just went. Oh, shit, I'm on the clock. You're on the clock. Um, Shit, balls. Um, I want to go running back. No, I, I – you know, this is a kind of – a strange one, but I'm gonna go Rojo. Oh, I think Rojo's the guy in Tampa. Really? I do. I want to thank the last guy for not taking my guy. I, I Jalen Waddle, okay. wide receiver. Not because I think he's gonna have a humongous year. It's just everyone's talking about how Jeez, great he's gonna be. These picks are flying. Yeah, everyone's are. on auto draft now. So. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So this is round eleven. This is where you kind of start to try and find value. I think I found some value. Okay. I'm going to go left. Oh, Buccaneers oh, defense shit. and special teams. Sometimes you forget about a defense. Um, yep. I don't like a defense right here. I think still plenty on the board. Um, let me look. I need, I need to find some value right here. I know defenses don't get you tons of points but in you, fantasy. But having a good defense is important. It'll make or break a championship season. I'm gonna if you go, have a shit defense... I'm going to go a guy who is absolute definition of boomer bust every single week, Mike Williams. And you hate Mike Williams, I though. I hate Mike Williams. <laughs> so why'd you pick him? Well, it's a mock. Yeah, it's a, one, it's a mock. And two, it's, you know, at the end of the day, he is very hit or miss. You know, he could have 40 points, but he could also have zero. Yeah. But, okay. I, I do think he's going to start seeing some consistency now that he's got Justin Herbert there. All right. Man, pick, yeah, once once people get an auto-draft, man, it's like I can't even keep up. I can't either. Yeah, I need to go deep. I'm going to go deep defense here. See, all these running backs and receivers getting taken, I could I could do without James Conner. Yeah. 100%. I don't need James Conner. Even McCall Hardman's kind of a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Like he's, what, the fourth guy in Kansas uh, City? Right here, man. I'm, I'm going Washington's defense. That's a good defense. Yeah, that is a good defense. That's a good pick. Kenyon Drake. He's going to have a good year. What do you think about Kenyon Drake going to the nah, Vegas Raiders? I'm, I'm not sold on it. Hey, you're going to love this. <laughs> Justin, Justin Tucker, Tucker, baby. you got to get your defense and kicker. Special teams is everything. See, for me, I, I, I 100% agree. Oh, you're up again. Who you I'm up right again. Here? I am going to go. This guy was my guy a couple years ago. Okay. You know how, you know, man, I love me some Austin Hooper. Okay. I love me some Austin Hooper. I feel like he's going to have a better year. I don't think last year was that great of a year for him because it was his first year in Cleveland, and Baker had OBJ, he had Jarvis, he had the two running backs, the two-headed monster backfield. I feel like this will be the year that Austin Hooper gets a little more love. 
I don't think he's going to be the best tight end in football. I don't think he's going to be even maybe a top five one. But he's going to get a lot of love. A lot of love means eight touchdowns, nine touchdowns, maybe 600, 700 yards. I'm going the MVP of the champs team last year right here. MVP of the champs team. Young Way. Oh, Lee okay. Kuhn. Young Way. Young Way. <laughs> Where's who's, Young Way from? Who's better than not finishing in the red zone than Matt Ryan? Nobody. Young Way gets That's all That's actually a really fair points. point. Yeah. You don't think with the addition of Kyle Pitts... It's I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll help, but, you know, okay. Matt Ryan's going to do Matt Ryan things. Yes, he is. 100%. So here's where you try and find someone that you think is going to have a breakout year. Round 14, huh? You wait this long? Well, this is just where you find, you know, guys. That... Breakout year. I got my eye on someone. I do, too. I don't, I don't know if we have our eye on the same person, <laughs> but I do have my eye on someone. Probably somebody. not. I feel like we really don't. I feel like we're actually pretty different. Someone oh, your boy. Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Your boy. So, this guy right here, torn ACL last year. Before okay. that, pretty reliable points per game guy. Okay. I'm going Tariq Cohen right here. All right. That I, was I, not my guy. Okay. That Let's was not my guy. I thought that you would go with this guy. Giovanni Bernard, okay. running back, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because Tampa's kind of like the San Francisco 49ers. There's so many guys in that backfield. Where they're going to be using a bunch of different guys for a bunch of different... You don't know if one guy's going to have four touchdowns like a Raheem Mostert or yep. if he's going to not see the field for two or three games. It's yep. just one of those weird things that happens. Um, quarterback. I want a backup quarterback because you never know what's going to happen to your main guy. And mm-hmm. I don't want to play the waiver wire. I was going to say, you can always play wa- waiver wire. Where do you go in the last round? I have 20 seconds, but where, where do you go usually? I in go the running last back round? and receiver. I don't pick up a quarterback. No? No. I stack with running back and receivers. Stack running back and receivers. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. So let's see what's going on with receivers. There's still maybe a few receivers out there. I know. I got to make my pick. <laughs> let's go, Nelson Aguilar, man. That's, that's, New yeah, England. That's what I was looking at. Cam's got to throw the ball to somebody. He's got to throw it to someone, and Nelson had a good year in Vegas last year. He had a good bounce-back season. Here's a, a sneaky good pick right here. Um, Antonio Gibson's third down back, J.D. McKissick. Had okay. Some, had a couple pretty good games towards the end of last year. I still have another pick. Yeah, 15th round, I usually go with a rookie receiver who I think is going to have a really good year. That's usually what I do in the last round. So even though you are, I'm a big believer in the backup quarterback. Okay. I think I had Roethlisberger and Phillip Rivers a couple years ago. Roethlisberger was my guy. He went down. I had to put in Phillip Rivers. It's all from experience with life, with fantasy. It doesn't matter. So I'm going to take a backup quarterback here. And absolutely nobody's thinking about Matt Ryan still on the board. It's kind of wild. Who I'm going with right here my last pick. This guy's going to have a huge year in Baltimore. They just drafted him from Minnesota. Rashad Bateman. Going to have a huge year. Okay. Who's that? He's, Tell us more about it. was a first-round pick. Just go up and get a guy. Lamar needed a guy like him. What do you think about a Alex Leatherwood pick? <laughs> Backup quarterback. This is a guy I've had my eye on. For a little while, this is a guy that I wouldn't tell you about two or three months ago when you're like, who's your guy? Who's your guy? Is it LaVisca? It's like, no, it's not LaVisca. My guy Trey is Trey Lance. Lance. Okay. I feel like maybe sooner rather than later, he is going to get an opportunity in San Francisco, and he might be doing something this year because they have a stacked-ass team. Mm-hmm. Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, they got Sermon, they got Moster. I mean, they got a lot of offense to go around. Yep. I feel like it'll be almost damn near impossible for that guy to fail if he gets a real shot. Yep. And plus, he has good legs on him, too. So if anything happens to A-Rod, if he gets pissed off or anything like that in the mock draft, I'm not saying I'll take him in the real one, but that is who I am going to pick up. Al, I'll let you go first, man. Okay. Draft's over. Who is all on your team? 
All right, so quarterback, I got Justin Herbert. Um, running backs, Kamara, Najee Harris. This is, of course, the starting, you know, the top picks. Yes. Um, wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins and CeeDee Lamb. Tight end, Mike Andrews. Flex, Michael Thomas. Uh, defense, Washington, which I really like that pick. Uh, kicker, Young Way Koo. And then for my bench, I mean, I got some pretty good guys on my bench. I got James Robinson, Debo Samuel, Rojo, Mike Williams, Tariq Cohen, J.D. McKissick, and Rashad Bateman. So, I mean... Obviously, went heavy on running backs and receivers, as I do every year. But I, I like the value, and I like, you know, I kind of like the way it shook out. Okay. I like your team. That's a good team. Yeah. I feel like your flex pick is definitely better than mine. But let's see, man. My quarterback is Aaron Rodgers, reigning league MVP. I, I don't know how Dalvin Cook fell to third. but That was wild. <laughs> the guy, well, the guy took Aaron Jones second. <laughs> Aaron Jones second overall. I got Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Swift as my running backs. I have Thielen and Cooper Cup, two white dudes as my receivers. Mm-hmm. I bet both those guys will have a good year, especially Cooper. Greg Kittle is my – Greg. George Kittle is my tight end. I have ETN as my flex. I got the Buccaneers Super Bowl defense, all returning as my defense. I have Justin Tucker as my kicker. I have Trey Sermon. Mike Gallup, Jalen Waddle, Austin Hooper, Giovanni Bernard, Nelson Aguilar, and Trey Lance as my bench guys. I feel like I have – I wanted some good young running backs. Uh, we're taking Georgia's strategy of getting all the young running backs. I feel like we've all picked up on that. Everyone's going to be after the Najes and the ETNs of the world. I'll be surprised if I can get any of those guys in the real draft, to be honest with you. I have no idea what to expect because everyone knows their shit. Yeah, but everyone. tough draft. Everyone's always all over the place. I yeah. have no idea what Rick is going to do, what uh, Tyler's going to do. I'm, I never met you, Tyler. Sorry, man. But I, I don't know what you're into as far as fantasy. And it's going to be interesting, man. I don't know when the draft is. I wish I could give a date. Are we going to do this on a Thursday? Is it going to be a COVID draft? Uh, is it going to be a Zoom draft? Be, it'll probably be on a Thursday. Okay. Yeah, because usually Seth's off Thursdays. Usually I'm either off or off at 7. So. Okay. Yeah. I would really like to do it in a couple weeks or a few weeks' time. But it's not my fucking league, so we'll see what happens. I do want to throw out there, I won the basketball title. I am going for my second ring this year. And I'm always made fun of. I finished in eighth the last two years. I always start off 4-1, and 5-1, and one, and then lose the rest of my game somehow. I'm not trying to make that mistake this year. If I start off 0-2, 0-3, or like 1-3. Major changes. That might be – no, no, no. That might be the best thing for me, to be oh, honest with you. Okay. Start slow. Because I always start quick and like – it's like running a race. You yeah. run out of breath. And it's like you got nothing left in the gas tank. You want to leave some stuff in the gas tank. So that is our fantasy draft, guys. That's the mock draft. And hopefully, you know, George and all you guys took some notes. I know he's listening at some point. And that's who we got. That's the best guys available. And I'm looking forward to it, dude. I mean, yeah, that's I was looking forward to that the whole podcast. So yeah. we're going to take one last break. And then we'll do a Team USA basketball check-in. And then we will get out of here. Give us one second. We'll be right back. And we're back for the final time. Thank you guys for listening this far. I appreciate it. So we want to do a real quick check-in. It only happens once every, in this case, five years. It'll be back in three years from now. But the Summer Olympics, man, Summer Olympics are going on. The United States of America Team USA team for basketball is facing Australia tonight at 12.15 a.m. Eastern, which I guess would be 9.15 over here on the Our Pacific time, yeah. Coast. So that's actually not too bad. Most NBA games and stuff don't end until 10, 10, 15 p.m., so that's yeah. really not too bad. And then France and Slovenia play at 7 a.m. tomorrow, which will be 4 a.m. tomorrow morning over here on the Pacific Coast. And Slovenia is led, of course, by Mr. Luka Doncic, the guy that is on the Sacramento Kings. Superstar for them. He got a $200 million t- <laughs> Can you believe that's the only reason I want this? <laughs> do you have anything to say about that? No. Okay. Um, so the USA versus Australia, man, what do you think is going to happen in that game? And France and Slovenia. France the only team to beat us so far in Olympic tourney play. I think France is good. They got Rudy. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, 
I don't even know. I don't, it's so hard for me because I just don't watch, so I don't know who's on what team. Um, wait, who do we play? We got Australia tonight. Australia's pretty decent, I think. They got Patty. They got Patty Mills. They got Matisse Thibault. Ben Simmons? No, Ben Simmons isn't playing. No, I know. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't watch it that much. It's, okay. USA's got to win gold, though. Are you going to watch this game tonight I on Peacock? Might, I might if I got nothing else to do. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of I think Luka's going to win it. I don't know why. I have that Luka, feeling, Luka too. in Slovenia. I kind of got that feeling. Yeah, I do, too. I really do. Yeah. I feel like we might take silver. Yeah. Yeah. I got us beating Australia. I think it's going to be us against Slovenia. I think we already got our France matchup, and it already went the way it went. Slovenia is 4-0. They're kicking everyone's ass. And I can't name one other guy besides Luka on that team. <laughs> I, I'm not even being disrespectful. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on. The gold medal game is going to be at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow night. Or Friday night, sorry. Okay. So that is perfect. I mean, if that's on that might be just on regular NBC because yeah. the gold medal game, yeah. the gold stuff's always on the – especially for America. It's going to be on our normal broadcasting channels. Right. So – I'm looking forward to that. Friday, do I call? I don't think I close at work Friday. Nice. I might. Oh, actually, I think I do. Yeah, that's how that goes. So we'll see what happens, man. I got us against Slovenia in the gold medal game. It's Team USA until they fucking lose, baby. Yeah. Even if they do lose, I don't give a shit. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm not cheering for no goddamn Slovenia. And no disrespect, but I'm not cheering for that. I'm not from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Team USA all the way. We'll see what happens. But I'm with you. If Chip's in the middle of the table, I, I got a funny feeling about Luca. Yeah. I just feel like he just, you know what I mean? Like, he hasn't done in the NBA quite yet. He's beaten the Clippers a couple times, never made it past the first round. This might be his time where he comes back next season and kicks everyone's ass after winning the Olympics. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. An hour and nine minutes. Not too bad of a podcast. Anything else you want to talk about? I feel like we hit some stuff. I feel like we talked about plenty. Yeah, I'm good. That was a fun fantasy draft. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I can't wait for the real one. Yeah. So I think this is the last time me and you will be together until episode 100. Episode 100, it's going to be a lot of stuff. We're going to be phoning some friends and stuff like that. I don't know if I'll have you in here the entire time. I'm not even sure where the fuck I'm going to be recording it at. But I definitely want to have you on, and we can just talk about the origins of the podcast, and we'll give some shout-outs, and we'll talk about how this whole thing came together. Because i got to give you and and Steve credit, man. You guys came to me with the idea, and we're going to be at 100 here in a couple weeks, and it's going to wow. be nuts. So, yeah. Three years ago, basically, at this point. I think it was January 2019. Mm-hmm. So we're almost at, like, three years, you know, two and a half years, basically, and some change of doing this. So this is crazy. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Episode 100 is going to be super cool. So hopefully you guys tune into that. I have a new episode coming next week. If you've made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you very much. Have a wonderful day, and I will see you later. Bye-bye.